This, I thought, was the coolest idea in the world, the world's largest dog wedding. And I talked about some Guinness World Records earlier in the program, like for largest pumpkin. And the guy who, what did he do? He was on uh, a unicycle or something, and he was lifting weight, and he won the record for that. I don't know how much competition there would be for that. Well, I don't know how much competition there would be for this either, getting all these dogs together and calling man and wife, may you live happily ever after. But the money all goes to some great causes, which is what this is all about. Mike Marcotte is a Guinness World Record adjudicator. Well, they are out now at Northwestern Medicine Field. And the question is, did they succeed at breaking the world record for the largest dog wedding? Hi, good afternoon. How are you? I'm okay. Um, Yeah, they didn't get it. Oh, no! It always breaks my heart. I know. It breaks my heart as an adjudicator to share those words. But unfortunately, we didn't break the record for the largest dog wedding ceremony. 178 peers is what was needed. And actually, it dates back to 2007, a record that was uh, broken in Littleton, Colorado. So it's a record that's over 15 years old now. Well, you know what? They must have come awfully close. I know that, which makes it even more disappointing. How did you count the dogs? I mean, did you literally have one of those counter things there and go, one, two, three? How did you do that? You sure did. Yeah, sure did. I actually had three people doing that job today. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, dogs line up, and we had it was adorable because there was a pet parade. There was a dog parade, um, and the dogs lined up in pairs. And then they entered the ballpark here in Geneva, and they walked a red carpet under a balloon arch. There was the wedding march that was playing because that <laughs> is part of the guidelines. You have to play the wedding march as the dogs enter the field. And then we had two people, plus myself as an adjudicator, clicking all the dogs that entered, each pair of dogs that entered the ballpark this afternoon. Um, So, yes, we had each person um, clicking dogs to make sure that they um, counted towards the final total. Well, I would suggest there's a malfunction with your click or something. (laughs) What what is a uh, world record adjudicator? What do you do? Yeah, it's a great question. So adjudicators travel all around the uh, the world to uh, watch and witness Guinness World Records titles and to present the good news, hopefully, um, that uh, someone is a new Guinness World Records title holder. Um, there are 66 of us in the world, um, so it's a very rare job. Um, here in North America, there are 20, uh, 20 adjudicators, um, and we're actually hiring adjudicators right now, which is very rare. I've been with the, a company for five years now as a freelance adjudicator, um, and I don't think we've ever had this opportunity for people to join the team as adjudicators. So um, we, I travel. I'm based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, I get to travel um, U.S. and Canada and watch people do the most phenomenal things. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it is beautiful, isn't it? That the baseball field. You didn't play baseball. Or the, there were dogs out there getting married. But isn't that uh, Northwestern Medicine Field in uh, Geneva? Isn't that terrific? Oh my gosh, it's my first time out here. I go to. I come to Illinois as one of my most traveled to states for adjudications, and uh, I have not been out here to this this part of the state and it is just phenomenal and the people couldn't have been nicer and i come from minnesota where you know it's minnesota nice so uh everyone out here was phenomenal the dogs were great i got lots of pictures with pups 
um, in my adjudicator suit. But uh, yeah, just an unfortunate end to the the day when it comes to the um, uh, the certificate. I wasn't able to hand over the plaque. Well, you know what? I mean, we're talking about a funny, crazy event, but no matter what happens, breaking the record or not. The money raised in this goes to a variety, as I suspect you know, of wonderful causes, many of which help people that happen to have been heroes. They come back from serving our nation, perhaps with post-traumatic stress disorder syndrome. And what we know is that having a service dog, should people desire one, does a whole lot of good. And there's no side effects like the drugs they may take. It is terrific. They are far less likely to commit suicide, which is an enormous issue. Suicides are, the numbers are unbelievable of these heroes who have served all of us. And with a service dog, the numbers change a lot. They drop down to what the general public is, which is still too high, arguably, but still, at least it's not, and they're more likely to hold a job, and they are less likely to need other drugs or at least the same doses of those drugs. And the list goes on and on. So I'll tell you, this event does a lot of good. I don't know if that's the case for all the events you adjudicate, but this one was a good one. Many of them do. And yes, in particular, I wholeheartedly agree that this one did raise a lot of great awareness and some and money for an important cause and an important group of Americans. And it was really cool because a group of uh, veterans were here um, and they stood on top of the dugout here at Northwestern Medicine Field, and they held American flags. And it was mm. just really cool. We did the, we, you know, the national anthem played, and, you know, it was just a, a great way to honor um, those who served our country. That must have been really touching. What is the craziest thing that you've ever adjudicated? Uh, you, I'm sure you get that question. What do you question. think is crazy? I do. I get this question all the time, but what do you consider crazy? That's what I have to you tell You tell me. Um, well, let's see. Um, I So crazy as in like physical endurance, I have um, adjudicated an attempt by um, a, a gentleman um, who was a former Major League Baseball player. Um, he lives out in California. Um, he used to play for the Oakland A's, and he um, has the Guinness World Records title for the most gol- holes of golf played by an individual in 24 hours. And without a golf cart, he um, was able to complete 420 holes of golf within a 24 hour time span. So he ran, he's a distance runner as well as a major league baseball player, which is just unbelievable in itself. Um, he ran 105 miles over that 24 hour time span. So how did you and keep up with him? Completed on a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> you cheated. I, oh, of course I did. Yeah. I am, I am not a distance runner by any means. So we follow along in a golf cart, but he also had like high school um, cross country teams, and he had buddies come and join him for part of the journey. Um, so it made it a community effort, which was really cool. So that's one of the most like cool ones I've ever seen. It was right on the Pacific coast, right outside of San Francisco, in this beautiful go- uh, golf resort. Um, uh, it was fantastic. So that one was really cool. One that's in Guinness World Records 2023, which is our newest book. It's out now. Um, you can get it at any bookstore or online, um, is uh, I got to adjudicate the um, longest fingernails on a pair of hands. Uh, <laughs> for, uh, yep. Uh, that one's really cool. Her name is Diana Armstrong. She lives in Minneapolis. And uh, collectively, so if you add up all 10 of her nails, yeah. they measure 42 feet, 10.4 inches. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh. Yep. So each nail is over four feet. Well, that's 
taller than I am almost. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, and they, so if you remember, you know, a lot of people grew up with Guinness World Records as a, as a kid. Um, you know, the book first came out in 1955. So a lot of people remember this record, and they remember the nails that curl, right? Yeah. Her nails go straight out. They go down. So if you imagine her, you know, something like it looks like she's holding a ski pole just with her hand. And they go straight down to the ground. That's so bizarre. So it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's in the latest edition of the book. Um, so, and there's a really amazing video on YouTube of uh-huh. her talking with me about how she got, um, why she decided to grow these nails. Well, at least when she broke the record, you could say, you nailed it. And you wouldn't be lying. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to steal that from you and use that in my presentation. I charge for that. Uh, Mike Marcotte. Okay, deal. A Guinness World Record adjudicator. So nice to talk to you. And welcome to Geneva. Welcome to Chicago. Even though the record wasn't broken, money all goes to very good causes. And I congratulate all of those involved. Thank you. Good to talk to you. This, I thought, was the coolest idea in the world. The world's largest dog wedding. And I talked about some Guinness World Records earlier in the program, like for largest pumpkin and the guy who, what did he do? He was on uh, a unicycle or something, and he was lifting weight, and he won the record for that. I don't know how much competition there would be for that. Well, I don't know how much competition there would be for this either, getting all these dogs together and calling man and wife. May you live happily ever after. But the money all goes to some great causes, which is what this is all about. Mike Marcotte is a Guinness World Record adjudicator. Well, they are out now at Northwestern Medicine Field. And the question is, did they succeed at breaking the world record for the largest dog wedding? Hi, good afternoon. How are you? I'm okay. Um, Yeah, they didn't get it. It it always breaks my heart. I know it breaks my heart as an adjudicator to share those words, but unfortunately we didn't break the record for the largest dog wedding ceremony. 178 pairs is what was needed. And actually it dates back to 2007, a record that was uh, broken in Littleton, Colorado. So it's a record that's over 15 years old now. Well, you know what? They must have come awfully close. I know that, which makes it even more disappointing. How did you count the dogs? I mean, did you literally have one of those counter things there and go, one, two, three? How did you do that? You sure did. Yeah, sure did. I actually had three people doing that job today. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, dogs line up, and we had it was adorable because there was a pet parade. There was a dog parade, um, and the dogs lined up in pairs. And then they entered the ballpark here in Geneva, and they walked a red carpet under a balloon arch. There was the wedding march that was playing because that (laughs) is part of the guidelines. You have to play the wedding march as the dogs enter the field. And then we had two people, plus myself as an adjudicator, clicking all the dogs that entered, each pair of dogs that entered the ballpark this afternoon. Um, So, yes, we had each person um, clicking dogs to make sure that they um, counted towards the final total. Well, I would suggest there's a malfunction with your click or something. <laughs> what What is a uh, world record adjudicator? What do you do? 
Yeah, it's a great question. So adjudicators travel all around the uh, the world to uh, watch and witness Guinness World Records titles and to present the good news, hopefully, um, that uh, someone is a new Guinness World Records title holder. Um, there are 66 of us in the world, um, so it's a very rare job. Um, here in North America, there are 20, uh, 20 adjudicators. Um, and we're actually hiring adjudicators right now, which is very rare. I've been with the, a company for five years now as a freelance adjudicator. Um, and I don't think we've ever had this opportunity for people to join the team as adjudicators. So um, we, I travel. I'm based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, I get to travel um, U.S. and Canada and watch people do the most phenomenal things. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it is beautiful, isn't it? That The baseball field, you didn't play baseball at the there were dogs out there getting married. But isn't that uh, Northwestern Medicine Field in uh, Geneva? Isn't that terrific? Oh, my gosh. It's my first time out here. I, go to, I come to Illinois as one of my most traveled to states for adjudications. And uh, I have not been out here to this, this part of the state. And it is just phenomenal. And the people couldn't have been nicer. And I come from Minnesota where, you know, it's Minnesota nice. So uh, everyone out here was phenomenal. The dogs were great. I got lots of pictures with pups. Um, in my adjudicator suit. But uh, yeah, just an unfortunate end to the, the day when it comes to the, um, uh, the certificate. I wasn't able to hand over the plaque. Well, you know what? I mean, we're talking about a funny, crazy event, but no matter what happens, breaking the record or not, the money raised in this goes to a variety, as I suspect you know, of wonderful causes, many of which help people that happen to have been heroes. They come back from serving our nation perhaps with post-traumatic stress disorder syndrome. And what we know is that having a service dog, should people desire one, does a whole lot of good. And there's no side effects like the drugs they may take. It is terrific. They are far less likely to commit suicide, which is an enormous issue. Suicides are, the numbers are unbelievable of these heroes who have served all of us. And with a service dog, the numbers change a lot. They drop down to what the general public is, which is still too high, arguably. But still, at least it's not. And they're more likely to hold a job. And they are less likely to need other drugs or at least the same doses of those drugs. And the list goes on and on. So I'll tell you, this event does a lot of good. I don't know if that's the case for all the events you adjudicate, but this one was a good one. Many of them do, and yes, in particular, I wholeheartedly agree that this one did raise a lot of great awareness and some and money for an important cause and an important group of Americans. And it was really cool because a group of uh, veterans were here, um, and they stood on top of the dugout here at Northwestern Medicine Field, and they held American flags. And it was mm. just really cool. We did the we you know the national anthem played, and you know it was just a, a great way to honor um, those who served our country. That must have been really touching. What is the craziest thing that you've ever adjudicated? Uh, you, I'm sure you get that question. What do you question. think is crazy? I do. I get this question all the time. But what do you consider crazy? That's what I have. To ask. You tell. You tell me. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Um, I so crazy as in like physical endurance. I have um, adjudicated an attempt by um, a, a gentleman um, who was a former major league baseball player. Um, he lives out in California. Um, he used to play for the Oakland A's, and he um, has the Guinness World Records title for the most golf, holes of golf played by an individual in 24 hours. And without a golf cart, he um, was able to complete 420 holes of golf within a 24-hour time span. 
So he ran. He's a distance runner as well as a major league baseball player, which is just unbelievable in itself. Um, he ran 105 miles over that 24-hour time span. So how did you and keep up with him? completed on a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> you cheated. I, oh, of course I did. Yeah, I am, I am not a distance runner by any means. So we followed on it in a golf cart. But he also had like high school um, cross-country teams, and he had buddies come and join him for part of the journey. Um, so I made it a community effort, which was really cool. So that's one of the most like cool ones I've ever seen. It was right on the Pacific Coast, right outside of San Francisco in this beautiful uh, golf resort. Um, uh, It was fantastic. So that one was really cool. One that's in Guinness World Records 2023, which is our newest book. It's out now. Um, You can get it at any bookstore or online. Um, uh, I got to adjudicate the um, longest fingernails on a pair of hands. uh, (laughs) uh, Yep. Uh, That one's really cool. Her name is Diana Armstrong. She lives in Minneapolis. And uh, collectively, so if you add up all 10 of her nails, yeah. They measure 42 feet, 10.4 inches. Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. So each nail is over four feet. Well, that's taller than I am almost. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they, so if you remember, you know, a lot of people grew up with Guinness World Records as a, as a kid. Um, you know, the book first came out in 1955. So a lot of people remember this record and they remember the nails that curl, right? Yeah. Her nails go straight out. They go down. So if you imagine her, you know, something like it looks like she's holding a ski pole just with her hand and they go straight down to the ground. That's so bizarre. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's in the latest edition of the book. Um, so, and there's a really amazing video on YouTube of uh-huh. her talking with me about how she got, um, why she decided to grow these nails. Well, at least when she broke the record, you could say, you nailed it, and you wouldn't be lying. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to steal that from you and use that in my presentation. I charge for that. Uh, Mike Marcotte, okay, deal. a Guinness World Record adjudicator, so nice to talk to you, and I, welcome to Geneva, welcome to Chicago, even though the record wasn't broken, it, money all goes to... Very good causes, and I congratulate all of those involved. Thank you. Good to talk to you.